Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. I did invoke my Fifth Amendment rights to every question, not because I have done anything wrong. Roger Stone, the longtime political operative and confidant of former President Donald Trump, after appearing before the January 6th committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the panel's investigation is moving forward with witnesses who are willing to cooperate and those who aren't. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows turned over thousands of documents, including emails and attention-getting texts, only to decide he wouldn't testify. That led to the House vote to hold him in contempt of Congress. The yeas are 222 and the nays are 208. The resolution is adopted. During the debate over holding Meadows in contempt, the vice chair of the select committee, Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, noted there are several reasons why the panel needs to talk to him. First is President Trump's failure to stop the violence when this chamber and indeed the entire Capitol building was attacked and invaded. The mob that attacked this chamber was summoned to Washington by President Trump. And as many of those involved have admitted on videotape, in social media, and in federal district court, they were provoked to violence by President Trump's false claims that the election was stolen. Cheney had earlier pointed out that hosts on Fox News, including Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, had texted Meadows during the insurrection, along with Donald Trump Jr., imploring the former president to tell people to leave the Capitol. During the debate, she read from other texts, including members of Congress. Mark, one member said, he needs to stop this now. In all caps, tell them to go home. POTUS has to come out firmly and tell the protesters to dissipate. Someone is going to get killed. Meadows has become a focal point given how emails and texts show he was in the middle of efforts to try to overturn the results of the election. The office of Ohio Republican Jim Jordan, after one text was released, acknowledged that Jordan had forwarded a lawyer's suggestion of a way that the Electoral College results might be altered to help Donald Trump remain in office. The former president's closest allies, like Meadows and Roger Stone, are notably not cooperating with the investigation. But the committee says it has received the cooperation of close to 300 witnesses who have provided valuable information about efforts to undermine the election results and a money trail related to rallies designed to whip up opponents of Joe Biden and exaggerate claims of voter fraud. A recent Associated Press review found that there were fewer than 475 potential individual cases of voter fraud in six battleground states, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. President Biden won those states by a combined total of more than 300,000 votes. The president, meanwhile, has now been in office for nearly a year and had hoped to get a major legislative victory before Christmas. But he and Senate Democrats now acknowledge that won't happen, and they'll have to try to get his $2 trillion social spending plan passed in the coming year. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer had repeatedly called for a vote on the Build Back Better plan before Christmas. But while work continues on the bill, Democrats are pointing to the need to address another issue. Protecting the right to vote and safeguarding our elections. The shift comes in the midst of an impasse over the president's spending plan with West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, who remains concerned about its costs. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is pleased with the lack of progress. The best Christmas gift Washington could give working families would be putting this bad bill on ice. The legislation isn't on ice, but it's still a long way from getting passed. Manchin, a conservative Democrat, has joined Republicans in questioning the cost of the legislation and what it will include. Critics say its cost could balloon well beyond $2 trillion to close to $5 trillion if key parts like the child tax credit are extended over the next decade. That tax credit, meanwhile, just expired. So for now, families will no longer be getting that financial relief. At the same time, inflation continues to be a big problem for families trying to make ends meet and a political problem for the White House. Another issue facing the entire country, the rise in COVID-19 cases along with the virus variant. It's just one of many major challenges ahead in 2022, which follows nearly two exhausting years of dealing with the pandemic and political upheaval. The new year will be here soon, along with midterm elections and no doubt much more political drama. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill.